Welcome everybody. Chat's blowing up. It's episode 128 and the Pacific Northwest boys are checking in. They just did the January Packmers. So let's do the quick sponsor shout outs and we'll get right into it. Uh oh, we got an echo. I think it's Andrew. Uh, use code shit happens for $5 off the crypto panel. BetDNA.com. Thank you, Raul. You are the best. If ever you have shit and you need to test it. BetDNA.com. Shane Kelly, Small Town Exotics. He, he's got a bunch of ball pythons up on his Husbandry Pro store. And he's got a bunch coming down the pipe. So message him before he, uh, you know, he's overflowing, right? This is his, like, peak hatching season because he's, like, mismatched with the rest of us. Thank you, Shane Kelly, Small Town Exotics. Bravo Zoo, the ball pythons. 15% off for pre-orders for the Fort Wayne Show Me Snakes reptile show on february 15th just got a message lots of het puzzle het clown project animal stuff bravo zulu ball pythons gray family snakes they did do a price drop and are doing 10 percent off if you mention holdback rack podcast we love that they're into like ppi exanthic dg pied stuff <laughs> opie's back again <laughs> And Chris will be in Esartelia, February 3rd. He's going to be in the Bloomsburg PA show vending. And February 24th, he'll be at the new Hamburg show. Not the old Hamburg show, but still Hamburg in Morgantown, PA. Lots of fun species that he keeps, but he also does ball pythons too. So we love that. Thank you, Chris. And Bianca Reptilia. And Two other sponsors are here, so they can do their own sponsor shout-out because now I'm sleepy from having to talk for too much. Andrew, what do you breed? <clears throat> I breed uh, ball pythons, leopard geckos, and uh, hopefully this year I'll be uh, getting some Stimson's pythons as well. Mm. And Justin, what are you what are you what are you getting into these days? Um, going really hard on clown pied still. Um, everything's looking good. I have girls ovulating now, building. It's looking like it's going to uh, end up being a good year. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And then Wayne from Cuba Morphs is here. What do you, what, just look, I'm assuming people know who you are, but just to like a quick, what do you breed? So, um, I'm, I got into ball pythons. Um, so I breed everything in ball pythons or, you know, just, I have just a little bit of everything in my collection. Um, so we just kind of, you know. And then recently, uh, we've been really picking up on the um, stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and some uh, other, like, milk snakes and um, MBKs, um, California Kings. What else? Yeah. That's it. I guess that's it. Oh, no, 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 that is not it. We And also Canaan um, Sandboas. Oh, yes. Hmm. Sweet. Thank you. And Blue Tongue Skinks. And Blue Tongue Skinks, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then. No, and then. Sorry. We just dated ourselves. Uh, Static Morphs, thank you for the Super Chat. $10. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank Boom. you. For all Boom. Okay, let's talk about the show. Did you think it was, like, good turnout? That's, like, the biggest question. Bodies through the door. Human beings. Yes. Huge turnout. Yeah, I thought, 
I thought that was a lot better turnout than uh, the last couple shows. Actually, he did a really good job. I heard, I heard there was ten about ten thousand people Saturday. Wow! I was about to say that's probably the the busiest on a Saturday I've seen the that show. That's amazing, like for real. And Sunday was probably seven to eight thousand. Good. That's like a Reptile Nation show type size of people. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, we had the head of U.S. Art there, Phil. Um, and then we also had uh, Ship Your Reptiles. Um, with Chad Brown. With Chad Brown mm-hmm. there. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was, it was was rocking. Definitely. Did you feel like it was mostly pet people or people who had already gotten in and were getting like a second pet or... Oh, breeders, old timers. Yeah, I, I mean, a little all the above, <laughs> but yeah, mostly all the above. yes, all the above. Yeah, yeah, so like a reptile nation show, in my experience, is almost it's 10,000 pet buyers basically, or 15,000. Like, most of those people didn't even know what a turtle was before they came in, except for Franklin the turtle. That's their number one experience with turtles, and but you thought it was more of a mix. I think there was a lot of there was a lot of first time pet people there though. I'd say the yeah. majority. There was a lot, but we also saw several familiar faces, you know, people that are regulars. Yeah, we have we have quite a few regulars. So we always end up selling to a few new people. <laughs> and you know, and I see the regulars every time. You know, not all of them buy every time, but some of them, you know. A lot of them, some of them really do. It's so fun to see the updates too. And like, oh, look, we got this snake from you three years ago. And they show you a picture of it, you know, <laughs> grown into an adult. So that's always super exciting. Thanks for the super chat, Andrew. It'll probably be t-shirt fun first. Let's be honest. We need t-shirts in this world. <laughs> Did you, okay, here's my next question. Was the weird pelt vendor still there? The one who sells yes. dead? <laughs> There's some impressive I didn't notice them. There is now a, um, he's using one of the stuffed animals as a show mascot. I can't remember what they named it, but it's a raccoon. Scamper. Scamper. That's, that yeah. guy was staying at our hotel. I, I saw the stuffed raccoon and he made it wave at us. <laughs> yeah. It was like soft bodied, so it's like a real animal that's made into a stuffed animal, basically. Yeah. So it's like movable and cuddly and really strange. Did anybody take a picture of it and put it on Instagram? The, there, there's one on the Pacnor's uh, Facebook group, I think. Um, but I didn't take a picture of it. I did. Scamper's a great name, by the way, for a taxidermied mascot uh, <laughs> raccoon. Uh Let's see if I can get a picture of it. I don't see one. Is it on their Instagram? Yeah, I, um, I've seen it on the, wasn't it a Facebook post? Oh, on Facebook. Probably. All right. Probably yeah. Find it. Studio Go Blood said they had a shirt on by the end of the day. So it was being dressed and undressed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's fun. Yeah. All right. Has he, has Jeff started to like kick out? Like Mickey recently made a post that he was going to start limiting 
people who just sold toys only and didn't have toys and snakes? Has Jeff started so, to implement stuff like that? Yeah. So I, um, after the whole debacle last year, uh, mm. I had some conversations with them about, you know, the frustrations of some of the breeders on people, you know, selling just toys or knickknacks or whatever, and then not having table space for actual mm -hmm. breeders that wanted to sell reptiles. And uh, so he kind of changed his policy. Um, I mean, I don't blame the guy because I, I understand he's got a job, you know, he's got to sell tables. Mm -hmm. um, so the new policy is, is he's going to open up to reptile breeders first okay. and then thir 30 days before the show it opens to anyone that wants to bend whatever so does he make you not sell toys though or can you still sell toys if you are no also a I reptile mean, breeder? you can put your your weird stuff on the table and your you know toys mm -hmm. or whatever but you have to um you have to actually have like animals <laughs> as well you know So okay. I mean, I think it's good. Go ahead. So go ahead. So because of the market, you know, um, for me, you know, I I went, I have quite a bit of versatility. So I'll, I'll have like slap bracelet kid toys, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll have, you know, we do jewelry, we do knives, we do, I do the chipper, you know, I do, um, you know, uh, racks, you know, I do. I do a whole island and I do, you know, a lot of stuff just for the versatility to be able to sell something. So I don't see how, you know, even just a toy guy could even make, you know, money just selling, you know, because a lot of people go there for the reptiles. Mm -hmm. But to say on another thing, you know, Justin and I, we know talk about putting candy machines and tattoo stickers and these stickers in there. And we did this last time, and 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 Justin killed it. I was like, "Holy cow, man!" There was a line for like ever just at that thing. I was like, "I sold a lot of Pokemon cards." <laughs> yeah, like they, even at Arlington, and I think Tinley too. There are people have set up booths of just capsule machines. Right. You know? It's insane. It was a hit, dude. Right. It was. It was fun. I couldn't believe it. I was just floored. Do you know what percent you think at the show was reptile sales versus reptiles goods versus sort of ancillary stuff, knives, toys, Pokemon cards? Like, what's the breakdown? Like, are people so poor they really need to just buy a pair of earrings for their girlfriends and then get some later? Or is it equal or whatever? So, I mean, that's a good question for Babe. What, what do you think? So when it comes to the, the sales, you know, is it more equal or is it, you know, what's, what's more popular? Like we have the snakes, we have the, the jewelry, the knives, the, the chipper, the, the uh, racks, you know, is it somewhat balanced or is it somewhat? It's pretty balanced That's right what now. I would, that's mm -hmm. what I would think. That's, I, I just wanted her opinion, but uh, I mean, I think it is balanced for us. What yeah. You, you know, it, it's pretty close. I, I saw a lot of the, I mean, they're completely different price points, too. Like, mm -hmm. when you're selling, you know, a $5 snap bracelet or, you know, some jewelry for $10 or, or whatever, 
it's a lot easier to make that sale, especially to somebody that doesn't have a lot of money than, you know, a three year, $400 snake. Um, <laughs> right. So, I, I mean, it's a lot of small sales, but I would say, you know, my goal with the, the dry goods or, or jewelry or, or whatever, my, my goal in all that is just to pay my table fees. Um, yeah. So. So my last show I've ended, I intentionally left all of the slap bracelets and kits and decor. I left everything at home and I was like, let's go run it clean and see if like, maybe it was like a, a visual distraction or whatever from selling snakes. Cause I need to sell fucking snakes, right? <laughs> they got to go. And it, I think I sold about the same number of snakes. I just also didn't sell the dry goods too. So I don't think it actually yeah. really helped or hurt to have them on the table too. I was worried. Yeah. It was like, you know, if it was too visually busy, cause there's like a kid corner or whatever. No, I just didn't sell slap bracelets because the person who buys a slap bracelet is often not the person who's buying a snake. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Same as the jewelry. Right. You know, the jewelry or, or the knife, you know. Um, but, you know, the chipper or, you know, and the snakes go hand in hand. So I kind of, you know, that that, that works for me. <laughs> Andrew smiles at me. Like I, yeah, I, I'm trying to refrain and be nice. Are you can be nice? It's all good. We, we've got a little cocoa sales? war going. Hey, what were the cocoa sales for, for both of you, I guess? Well, wait, are we counting the bricks that Wayne had to give away? Had to? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Jelly. So don't, don't be hateful because I can afford to do it. <laughs> so this, the truth of the matter was, is I gave a hundred um, VIP. The people came in a free chipper. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and and at a hundred I stopped. Well, that was very you know, generous of you. Like it, it was so very. I, I, I will give them that. And yeah. so anyway, you know, I brought you know, a pallet, a pallet plus. So mm-hmm. I gave pretty much close to a half a pallet away and I pretty much sold the other half a pallet. So within saying that, yeah, it was a business move. You know, it was to get it out there that people try it up against everybody else's stuff, man. You know, um, it, it's, it's, that's all it was, and it wasn't personal. It was just I, I'm just giving him a hard time. I, I don't <laughs> care. Do you think any what? of the VIPs that got that free block stopped and looked at your table and maybe bought a snake, or do you think they were just running for the a block? Couple, yes, a couple of them did. Um, okay. They Actually, they came, and they ended up buying snakes, and they had VIPs, and I was like, hey, don't forget your chipper. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's – so it, I've always thought about that. Like, should we be doing – door busters for VIPs that are like a tangible item, you know? So like, it's good on you for trying it. Right. 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 I mean, you know, I mean, it, it, what is it's it? always hard though. Cause like, you don't know, like when you do something like that, you don't know if the, the sale you made because of the giveaway would have been a sale, whether you had the giveaway or not. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean, yeah. like it's you're, always hard to tell. Really right. you, you know, you're really right, Andrew. But that, yeah. to me, that that wasn't the point. The point to me yeah. was like, hey, come try this, man. Put it up against, mm-hmm. you know, 
rep the champ. You know, put it up against whatever you're using, and you know, go for and- Coco. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. Come on. We had one gentleman receive his free bag, and you know, was grateful and excited. And then he came back in the afternoon and said he had taken it home and expanded it and wanted to buy 10 more. So that was like yeah. one of the main, main points of doing the free Well, bags. he opened it up right next to the rep the chip he told me. And he was like, man, comparison. this is the comparison. It's the exact same stuff. And I'm looking at him I'm like, well, yes, it is. You know, um, <laughs> you're paying for a dang label. You know, you're paying for this, you're paying for that. I the said, marketing the it. marketing of it. I said, yeah, my logo ain't the best on it and it ain't the prettiest. But it's the same material, two thirds the cost. <laughs> so what do you want? <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Chris. Because what I hear, Repta Chip did not do well at the show. Like, I oh, who's the yeah. vendor there? He, he, you... I, he was a little he upset. To... Okay. He was a little upset with me, man. You know, I was like, dude. Yeah. You know. Bro, it's not- I, you know what though like he can blame it on that but it, it, it's not that because i did just fine on coco i sold 70 blocks of coco at the show there you nice. go See, there you go so you sold, you know you sold as much as i did so i mean yeah perfect so mm-hmm. i i don't think you know it's fair to blame a, a doorbuster giveaway on not selling a lot of people so, didn't even know about that giveaway, and that's why we we're pointing it out to yeah. people with the P badges. Yeah. Well, and I mean, let, let's be honest. Like, how many people are actually VIPs, and it was only the first hundred. So, I mean, mm-hmm. right. You know, and it out of ten thousand people that were through the door, you gave it to a hundred people. So it's kind of hard to say I didn't sell anything because of those hundred people. Right, exactly. I yeah, most of those people weren't actively there to buy cocoa. No, I mean th- there are some that you know. There's there's always going to pe- be people that they they're not there to buy a snake, but they're there to get their supplies. So they they right, head right. straight for the cocoa. They get their rats. They get you know what whatever their their supplies they need for that given show. Um, and there mm-hmm. are those people. So, right. I sent several people to you for rats because I know you 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 usually bring them. Yeah, so, and I'm I mean, usually sold out of rats by like mid to late day on Saturday. Sunday I had like two sizes of rats left, and they were gone at the end of the show. So nice. nice. So Andrew, what's your your split between like snake sales, cocoa sales, and rat sales? Um. So I did a little better than normal on snake sales this show. Um, so this show, I would say it was probably about 50%, 50% snakes and probably another 20% of it was cocoa and 30% rats, roughly. It's pretty good. Yeah. What Do you, do you mind saying like what number of snakes? Uh, how many snakes I sold? Yeah. Uh, I sold 16 over the whole weekend. That's great. I would take yeah. that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And actually, it was really weird. I only sold six on Saturday, which was the busier day, but Sunday people were in a buying mood. And the really crazy part was I usually have 
a hell of a time trying to sell uh, retired breeders, but every breeder I bought or brought with me sold. So mm. nice. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, Justin, did how many snakes did you take? And I didn't think you had a ton of inventory. Did you sell? No, yeah, I, I brought uh, nine, and um, I didn't sell any at the show. I sold one right before the show, though. But you were still happy with your. Oh yeah, I just okay. I, I I go up and help uh, and help cue ball at, okay. at their table. I mean, I mean, it would have been nice to sell a couple, but yeah. Mine were pretty pretty specialty double head clown or clown head pied stuff that was a little more expensive. Wayne, how so, many did you sell? Uh, six. Six. Eight? Eight. 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 It was eight. That's pretty good though. Yeah. I, I, I mean like But I, like Andrew, it was like two or three on Saturday. So we were I mean, we have several things to offer, so it wasn't a big deal, but more on Sunday, which yep. is unusual. Yeah. Sunday was definitely. Can you talk to me? Yeah. So, do you feel like, not that the market's like getting better crazily, but we've turned the the like holiday corner and we're into tax season now, and so people yeah, don't yeah. need to keep slashing prices; they could just keep them where they are and just wait for sales. Yeah, I think yeah. you know. I think. And I hear a lot of people like at the show, well, man, you, you know, tax season's right around the corner. Tax season's right around the corner. So I think it's going to make a big difference, um, mm -hmm. you know, and it always does. You know, even in my group, I say, oh, you know, you hear, you know, I'm just going to put a number out there. And I don't know if it's true or not, or, you know, but they're like, oh, I'm going to get 15K back this year. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to invest it in this. I'm going to invest it in that. And I'm like, you know, that's, you know. It's almost like kind of how it was when COVID hit, you know, oh man, we got all this money. Woo, woo, woo. You know, I, I need to have more kids, they say, you know, I need more. <laughs> in the beginning of like, you know, it, it wasn't really a market crash, but like the downfall, there was so many of the newer breeders like, oh no, I can't get into this. It's crashing. But then once I understand from all the people that have been into it for a long time, that it always goes back up, then mm -hmm. they become more apt to want to buy more investment animals and you know, continuing with their projects. So mm. I think that made a difference with the newer breeders. And my problem is too, is like, if you come to my table, you know, I don't have very much low end pet stuff, man. I mean, I'm being honest. I bring this stuff and it's mostly for show. Everybody's like, oh my God, 4K, you know, oh my God. You know, I, I did hear that a couple times, like people coming by. Did you see that guy? He's got a snake for 5K. I'm like, you know, you guys would be shocked if you went to some of these bigger shows where, you know, some of the big breeders are and you'd see 20K on the table, you know? Well, that's my whole point. You know, I bring some cool stuff, but I don't bring like things like that. To me, bringing things that heavy is I, I you know, I can lose. No, I can't. I love all my animals the same. But, you know... It's different if somebody happened to accidentally steal a four thousand dollar snake compared to a twenty thousand dollar snake, mm -hmm. you know, because that four thousand dollar snake didn't take me much to make like it did that twenty thousand dollar snake. You got what I'm saying in the in the in the project price. So within saying that, you know, because there's been a couple times, you know, that some stuff has came up missing. 
you know, so that, that it's just like, you know, are people stealing from like, like swiping deli cups off tables, you man, mean, people, or people will steal whatever they can. Like, you know, it was so busy. I'm just, you know, it was so busy out there that, you know, um, one of my mentors, you know, Doug Day from Bad, somebody typed a snake from him. And, you know, um, you know, and then you know, we, we, we left our cash box open or my son did actually. And it was, you know, and we were all busy and somebody got around 750 bucks out of the top of our cash box. Cause that's where all the hundreds and fifties were, mm -hmm. you know, and, Bam. you know, it was, it was, you know, and it's a, it, it's a learned, um, I learned it's, it's a learning lesson for us, you know, to make sure that, you know, if our kids are helping us or, you know, anything like that, that the cash register does not need, or the cash box does not need to be moved from our spot over there by their slap bracelets or mm -hmm. little things like that. Pokemon cards that they have on the table with the lid wide open. I mean, Justin right there caught my son doing it once before too in the act. And he was like, you know, let's so like, we know what happened, you know, and like I said, it, it's not nobody's fault but our own. But at the same time, you know, it's like you can't trust people. You know, what I mean? mm -hmm. just have you, you know, thought about getting like a fanny pack? Like I use a sling bag. Like I keep. <laughs> Um, they can't steal it if it's on your, your, your butt. You know what I mean? Bag, it's a belt bag now, but he's not going for it. Red line's got it. Yeah, red line's got it. I'm gonna I want the white one. I already got mine on pre-order. Oh nice. I gotta I gotta deal with my house and before I can buy a bag. <laughs> Eventually I am gonna get one. I'm gonna get a stick get a, a logo made. What's that? I'm a reptile guy. Right. It's always on you. And so, like, yeah. mine is like a sling bag. So I can sling it to the front so nobody can, like, open it from the back when I'm not looking. But it'll have my wallet and my, my phone or whatever and my petty cash in it. But, like, nobody's going to steal anything expensive because you have everything or whatever on you physically looking at it all the time. And so you can run your square real quick because you're, like, near it. I don't know. I, I do like it. I'm paranoid to leave anything, even in my like behind the table. It's not like people don't riffle around back there when you're not around. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I do agree. Yeah. Uh, we'll get Wayne a fanny pack yet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep working on you there, Wayne. <laughs> We don't have to call it a fanny pack. We can call it something more masculine. Belt pack. Uh, yeah. It's a fanny pack. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Shall always be known as the fanny pack. Man, I mean, they, those were the hits in the 80s, I hear. <laughs> I had a fanny pack. Baby, I got to, you know. All right. What price point of animal was the most sold? you think and it was a pet show but what what are your pet people buying at this time like um, 250 to 500 i think is the sweet spot uh for the pet people 
I did have a couple male normals that I blew out for like 30 bucks and they all went really quick. Yeah. They were they were hat, triple hats, but they just got marked as normals because nobody's got the females for it. That's what I do, yeah. And I don't have anything that low. That's cheap. Um, um, so for us, I want to say our is probably around the 300 to the thousand mark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think we sold a snake that was 800 for 600 this last time, you know, um, and it was a new person. That's why I did. We, I always do it for new people coming in, you know, and, and, you know, they're like, this is my first snake. And they ask you a million questions and they've done their research, you know, and, and they make sure they have all of everything they need for it. And, you know, she was 800 to a thousand grams. It was a pastel hidden gene woman clown. Mm-hmm. you know, a thousand grams, you know, and she bought it as a pet. You know? <laughs> so what you're saying is next time I'm at your booth, I need to tell you I'm a new person to get that killer deal. <laughs> a little disguise. We'll never know. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get one of those fake mustaches. A wig. Maybe. Yeah. Wig and a mustache. And shrink about a foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to point out the height as well, but. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for so my shows, there's something about this area. It's like so depressed. Like you can't sell twenty dollar normals, really. (laughs) Like you might sell one a show, but everyone has many twenty dollar normals that are triple heads, and there's just like such a backlog and not enough people coming in to buy. So the my prices at my shows for that you just look around, they're already fifty percent of work market all of them <laughs> and then they all get put on sale on sunday like that's how much the supply mismatches so just be like grateful every day you live <laughs> in the pacific northwest it's a wild place to be let me just put it that way you know honestly i am so grateful you know i mean really you know like i said thank god i don't do this you know for a living but to mm-hmm. go there and be able to you know make you know, be able to pay for your way, hotel room, gas, you know, table, you know, so be it, you know, um, the food there, you know, the money you spend on other people's stuff, going to their tables, you know, to support your, you know, local people, you know, Mm. stuff like that, you know, it, to me, it it makes it worthwhile, you know, even if I broke even, you know, it it makes it worthwhile, because I got to go out, hang out with my friends, you know, and mingle and, and see what they've, produced and it, it's just a great time for me man you know it's just if i'm i'm so glad i got into it just just because it just just put a new you know um beautiful thing in my life that i enjoy to do and my wife enjoys it so together it's just like you know i i, I couldn't ask for a better hobby it's awesome yeah thank you for being inspiring <laughs> i just need to find a show circuit with some money in it <laughs> Jess is just like I want to be able to buy a hamburger for lunch yeah sometimes I'm like if I bu- go out to dinner tonight I- I'm negative on this show basically yeah. so I'm like I guess I'll bring popcorn for that hotel <laughs> microwave 
<laughs> That's true. And you'd actually have to sell like three corn snakes just to be able to afford. Brother, food. you're speaking the Lord's word right there. <laughs> <laughs> Like when, the last show, I brought like some nicer ones. Let me air quote the crap out of that. Nicer ones, like so, two hundred dollars to like. Oh, we lost Andrew. He's back. And all of it was just the thirty dollars one sold. Just people are so poor here. I'm like, what is going on? Please, Jesus, save me. I just need to probably drive to a different state that has more money. Unfortunately for me, road trip to uh, Pacific Northwest, there, Jessica. Like sure Bad does, <laughs> I, it's crazy. He still does it from Arizona. Yeah. What's the Jessica, drive? I'm sorry, I actually don't know where you live. I feel really terrible for you. Oh, I moved to Oklahoma. Don't do it, oh. everybody. <laughs> so you can make it to Arlington, though, right? Or how far is that for you? So I finally got a table. So I'll be vending it in oh, cool. April. That's exciting. Yeah, Arlington's yeah. good, man. You know, so, yeah. It was so dead think, the last one, though. So I don't know what. Hopefully, it's better. Are, are, yeah, are, is think, April uh, when they're going to be in their new venue? Yep. Yeah, yeah Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. So I think trying to move the, it back. That might be better, though. You're closer to the main city. More, more traffic. Yeah, like it has a cheaper hotel, but like the hotels across the street, so you're gonna have to either play frog dodge traffic or drive. So that part's bad. It is bigger, so more people got people that wanted to expand got more tables. More people could get tables, so we like that. Uh, supposedly, though, the Dallas regs are going to be a problem. So if you sell anything that gets over eight feet or something, you can't. So all the retail people are mad. Um, no. no yeah. So just uh, do like everybody else says and say it's a it's a door free take. Wink. We only get six feet. <laughs> it's like a corn snake. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to get in because I, I feel like I'm treading water so bad at these show these little Oklahoma shows. I'm like I don't even get repeat customers half the time. I do have a couple, but like. You know, they, they have money to go once and like they they get their one cage and their one king snake and they're done. They're over it. That's their pet. It's very it's it's really hard to make traction. I don't get any after show well, sales. <laughs> it, it's a weird market, though, because, I mean, the expendable income's probably a lot lower there. Mm -hmm. Um and the other thing that's kind of going against you is it seems like in the, the Midwest and the South, there's like a show every other weekend. Um, yeah. You know, so there's no urgency to buy. And it, it's also it, like the Bible Belt. So like half the people think they're the devil. Um, uh, yeah. Well, there's that too. <laughs> like just the whole population per capita, the church number is quite high, which is fine. We love churches. I'm just saying like, I don't know. It just always felt like in like w Portland, Washington, everybody's like, fuck, I'm just like a, a, a I self-identify as whatever. And you're like, great, come buy a snake. They're like, okay, cool. Like they, there's no barrier culturally to like going and buying a, a bunch of snakes and being a hippie, right? They all do it. They're all in. But here it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very accepting in the Pacific Northwest of whatever weird lifestyle choices you have with your snakes. <laughs> That's my theory anyway. It makes sense. 
Yeah. And, and and there are a lot of shows, and they they keep booking them the same weekend, uh, too. Like there's the Cold Blooded and the Show Me are the same weekend in Tulsa. So even if you were really interested in doing one of them, why would oh, you? In the, same, in the same city, there are two shows. Yeah, I don't know who messed up. Wow. One's a Saturday show and one's a Sunday show. So you know the Sunday show. Like, why would you want to vend either one? Because both both sets of vendors are going to be mad, yeah. right? Because like half the money went to the other show. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I've never understood that having a show the a show on the same day or the same weekend. Yeah, and it's probably it might not even be their fault. Like they booked these out a long time ago, and obviously they don't talk to each other because they're different promoters. But then, like, whoops a daisy, <laughs> they're the yeah. same weekend. I mean, it, it'd be probably different if like one was you know OKC and the other in Tulsa. You know, it, a little bit of driving between them at least. But yeah, those both of those are in Tulsa. Same. Yeah, it's February twenty. Fifth. So it's like a show I could do technically because I don't have an auction that weekend. And I'm like, I'm not doing either. <laughs> it's no good. So you're probably coming out ahead on that deal by yeah, not doing the show. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, cost me four or five hundred to do a show, basically, mm-hmm. with hotel and driving. So I have to sell at least that much. But if that's if I live there, it'd be different. Right, because I could just sell a couple hundred and it'd be fine. Do you, do you do you have a show that's close enough to where you don't have to do a hotel and? No, I'm stupid. I'm so stupid. I follow my husband for the stupid Air Force, and I'm like, oh yeah, cost of living there is pretty cheap, so we just like pick the no. It's too far away from like major urban centers or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> how, how have your online sales been? Pretty bad. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. They're just like, so like once the auction started on Morph Market, didn't you, do y'all feel like, even though there were more people on Morph Market, I was, I'm getting less inquiries on regular uh, lots. What do y'all think about that? Regular ads. Yeah. So I think a lot of people since that's happened is went over there and started, you know, watching it, looking at it, waiting and, you know, I mean, I even look, even a lot of my friends are even on there. Looking. <laughs> yeah, I look at it too now because I'm like, oh, what's happening? I but I don't, yet. maybe That's I'm almost not... all I check anymore unless I'm looking for something specific. I, right. I haven't just because I'm dangerous with those. Yeah, he does not need me encouraging. I, I, you know, I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm, you know, I'm sitting at that 500 snakes and I'm trying to, 500. I'm trying to really um, focus on my projects of the things that I have made and growing up now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I, right, I, I, I really have some really nice things in my collection now to where, you know, a lot of the things that I, I see on there, I'm like, I mean, I'm probably making that right now, but you know, I could have it right now, you know, but <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, right. dang it, man. You know, so that I ha- really, I'm addicted to that stuff. So, you know, I have to stay away. 
I, I try to steer clear too. Like, I mean, Jessica sees like my impulse buying at the her auctions. So it's I like, love it though. Please, I just I just there. don't need another auction in my life. I, I see you do it too. You know, that's another reason why I don't go on there and watch her auctions. You know, I'm just like, I see the stuff. And I'm just like, man, you know, see, my hands are sweating right now thinking about it. <laughs> the thing is, though, is you guys like you live somewhere where I feel like you could almost. Like you could buy it, like if you bought stuff from my region and just sold it in your region, you I've, would be. I've done that before. Could, yeah. I yeah, have done that like, before with some people, and mm -hmm. you know, um, what happens? The problem with this is this. So say, say you get these, you make a deal with somebody over there for a wholesale lot, right? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you got to hold on to it for you can get it established there because you're not going to want to take it right to the show, right? Right. So. You, you you take care of it for a month or so and the next thing you know by that time your show comes man the market dropped so right so here it is you you bought this wholesale lot and now you have to sell it at wholesale lot and you know um at those prices and so you really don't make no money and then feeding them right so and then here it is where do i put my own animals now because i got stuck with this these animals that should have sold Mm -hmm. for a certain price and now here i am you know losing money so it's like or i can also pick on him and say sometimes he'll get the wholesale lot and be like oh that one's actually really nice so we'll just raise that one up <laughs> or you know this one can't go yet because we're not quite sure <laughs> Wait, we, we have a lot more in common than uh <laughs> i thought <laughs> sometimes it's it even if it's more work than it's worth, it's still okay because you you are getting a whole like a new holdback and right. paying for it. I don't. It's just to me like because I can find all kinds of crap here, and I'm like, well, if I had a bunch of money to burn, I could just stick them and put them on morph market hypothetically because it's like so cheap here because so many people are getting out, so they're flooding the whole show with like adult breeders. Like super white lace stuff, four hundred bucks, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" What? Right, right, yeah, right, right. all kinds. Just send me a bunch of money. I will we'll figure out a, a scheme here. And I'm like, "What is going on?" And they don't want to ship it because they're like, you know, they're like a, a, a whatever. A person doesn't ship. They're just used to shows. I'm like, it's, there's so many deals here. It's crazy. So everybody come to Oklahoma, Texas, Tennessee. It's so cheap, right? Crazy. Damn. I would take a white lace for my collection. Yeah. It's just. Bucks. I just need to like. I, I, have a, I paid. So I have a uh, jungle woman, yellow belly, um, white lace in my collection. You know, that's a female breeder that I bought. I don't know. I think I've had her for three, four years. And when I got her back then, you know, actually. I got it pretty cheap because the lace wasn't talked about. Mm -hmm. You know, then I watch, then I watch it go sky high, you know, and and when it went sky high, you know, I I she was breeding that time. I got eggs. I kept everything from it. <laughs> you know, but then it's like you say. Then you look now, and it's like it was like peak. Then it just whoop, right back, you know, down to, mm -hmm. you know. Just the problem with like investing in something that's in it's like it's already popular moment. Yeah. You need to invest in it before or yeah. after and then bring it back. <laughs> that's like, kind of what I did with a lot of stuff. You know, I went out there and all the stuff that 
you know, people weren't really picking up, you know, like the Mandarin, which is now popping, you know, mm-hmm. I was, I was playing with the Mandarin before, you know, a lot of people, you know, um, I, uh, same thing with the, uh, uh, puzzle stuff and, and, um, rainbow stuff and rainbow stuff. I, I, that was the stuff I bought into when no, you looked on morph market and you didn't see hardly of that stuff on there. So it was all that stuff that people weren't really a lot of is what I really went after. And then it all started hitting. And that's what Justin's always said to me. He's like, dude, he was like, your collection is like where you need to be today. I was like, you know, and I'm humbled by it because, you know, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just buying stuff that was different than everybody else had, you know, Mm -hmm. that's it. That's all I was doing. I just didn't want to try to be the same as everybody else. So that's, I just wanted to get different genes, different stuff in. So, you know, and now, now the stuff that pops and even this, you know, I have it. So everything that's been sitting here, I'm there. And everything that, you know, was here and here, I mean, I have it too. So that's <laughs> what I like about the diversity. Is I, can, I can even it. You got everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, I agree. That's like a good strategy. Like if you're in every project enough that you can ride its waves, then you're not really that worried about its waves. You're just selling it as you decide you don't need it because you're working with it because you like it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) What are you most excited about right now? That's sort of off the wall, Wayne. Um, Oh man, you know, uh, that that's so tough for me right now. <laughs> um, you know, Top I'm three. A, I'm or... um, you know, uh, one of my most favorite things right now is the other last night, or excuse me, two nights ago, we seen my um, um, pastel leopard um, clown pet puzzle female ovulate. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was bred to a firefly leopard um, clown head puzzle as well. So, I mean, that is, I've been trying to make this for three years. And, you know, dang, she was such a bitch. Like, she would not go for me. And she finally ovulated for me two nights ago. And so... I'm excited to hit the clown puzzle, um, you know, and then the same thing with my double head pie puzzle, you know, um, she's sitting in the back and she's going to give me eggs. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit my puzzle clown and puzzle pie this year, you know? Um, so that's, that's one of the most exciting things for me. Hmm. Um, that's awesome. I'm yeah, so what, what about you, Dave? What's what's your most exciting pairing that we got going on that you know you you really want to, to see? Well, I love that we're starting to pair some of the well we have in the past, but some of them um, like more exciting things like our spot nose super striped girl, like at least twenty five hundred grams and looking amazing and has been being paired. And then some of our own pies, like it's not exciting to say just you know the hypo pies or whatever that we're growing up. But it's babies that, you know, we've brought to the breeder stage and now 
gonna start mm-hmm. to pair those. So it is exciting. very satisfying. Yeah, very yeah. like a stranger cypress um het pied breeder boy that we raised up got paired to one of our um NG pied girls this year. So I'm super excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean we it's it's the it's almost spring, so it's time to start thinking about being excited. <laughs> I think is the mindset I'm in. I'm like, let's stop worrying about it and start being excited. Yeah, right. I need some yeah. eggs. That that's yeah. what I need. <laughs> Me too. Justin, did you see the leopard blackhead clown pie that Canova posted? Yes, I seen that. No. It was gr- nice. I was like, Man, oh, I, don't, I need a it's you know, not like high white or something. Leopard clown pied. Leopard blackhead clown pied. Yeah, it looked like not high white mess, like right. It looked like all the parts That's exciting. They were shining through. I was like, oh thank God. Don't put something stupid in it like fire. But like keep going, have fun. <laughs> uh, it was very impressive how how well it represented everything. Yeah, I it, thought it, maybe it, you'd it, seen it and liked it. No, not yet. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to what that's kind of my main goal with clown pie is to keep the pattern, not be super high white. Like that's my goal. So that's that's really cool. That's what I like about my blackhead clutch. You know, um all most all of them were uh you know low white low pies. white pies. You know, I got I had one snake that like doesn't even look like it's a pie. I mean, you can tell it's a pie, but you know, but mm-hmm. I mean, it has color on the whole body, you know, and I, I, that was one of the ones that I always wanted to make this year, you know, um, and I did, you know, and then, and that's what it is for me too, is like, I look for these certain things that I want to make and hopefully hit that certain thing. It's really important for me. Oh, Sorry, I branded that. Oh, you see wow. it? That is nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah it looks great. All right, Lisa asked a question. Let's go back. Uh, do y'all did y'all like look around the show and see how any non-ball python breeders were doing? And do you see think anybody was doing good? And was Nick Mutton there? Inland Reptiles. Nick Mutton was there. Um, yes. I you did, know the only well I mean he's a ball python breeder, but he does have other stuff. Um, Dylan from these balls. Uh, he, I think he said he sold all of last year's berms. Uh, oh, good job. So he got quite a few of those gone. Um, trying to think of other non- reptiles. Like the, I, it's such a big venue. It's hard for you, for me to imagine yeah. that you could see each other. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, honestly, I, my brother was there to help me, but, um, I was pretty much stuck at the table the whole whole expo. Um, like other than like running to the bathroom really quick, I really didn't get to leave the table a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it was it was so busy Saturday. I didn't I didn't I didn't have get a chance to go see any other tables. It was. Uh oh. I was I was floored on on really man I. Once those doors opened, it was like a flood. It was, it was like, holy shit. You know, I was, you know, I was bouncing back and forth like a fucking ping pong ball. It was like, and, and it was now, it was like, it was like, ding, 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 ding. I mean, I was like, what the, I was like, it was insane. I was sweating to death, man. My shirts came off. I was like, oh my God, man. Like, 
Holy is it like a bunch of white women Wait. running into a target for a stand? How, how are you sweating with that big ass fan behind you? <laughs> you know that was I mean, the you got to tell them about your fan. That that thing was cool. So, I bought a LED holographic um, fan sign display, hmm. and I ran slideshow the whole time of like pictures of my snakes logos pictures of the venue you know brian barcheck a little memorial thing um, you know um, things like that and believe it or not it was the hit of the show i it, all the vendors you know yeah. all 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 the people came up they're one like, of the things um when people purchased a snake we would ask if they wanted us to display their picture so i would take a picture of them with our new baby and then show them up on our oh that's cool so it it made some people really excited yeah so i mean it was a maybe i'm not understanding how does it work again like how is it displaying it's, it's a fan crazy it's, it has four blades um and it spins very fast and it's LED, it's got like, I don't know, 1,800 or 2,000 different thing, LED things in it. And um, it just does like 3D LED holographic images. On, on projected on the, the spinning fan blades? Yeah, onto the fan like, blade. The fan, okay. It's like the fan throws it out there. It's not, it's, it's like, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts looking. Was it and, expensive? Um, it was expensive. Well, Does it come with it? I'm assuming it comes with an app or something that you can upload at the time. If, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> it doesn't come with an app, you know. Um, believe me, I was really hesitant. Uh, you know, I wanted it for a long time, and you know, I was, I was just kept waiting to the last minute. And my wife's like, "Are you going to order it? You're going to order it?" So she, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." She ordered it. And we got it here and it's called a spin display actually. Um hold on here, I'll show you the box. Here's the box. And it's it's kind of like a So I have it on a stand and this spins, it has blades that go inside here and then the, it throws the holographic out here. The image just the right image. in front of it. So it's, it's, oh. it's, it's nuts, man. Um, I mean, there's was, some on Amazon that aren't that expensive, but some of them no, are like five, 600. So my, mine is about 40 inches. It's like a TV. Sorry, I don't know. Like I said, how can you sweat when you got the big ass fan going, bro? That that thing pushes off heat, though. It's not cool. It, 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 lo it looks like a freaking prop off an airplane. That's awesome. I was say, Andrew, you do have to be aware of um, inserting the the little blades properly because. Yeah, they will fly off and um, become a projectile weapon. Oh, so man. yeah, <laughs> Jeff's gonna make you guys buy insurance to bend the next expo. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's a cool idea. I, I wish I don't know. It's so hard to like. 
you know, like figure out how to get creative in the right way and execute. And then you're like trying something new and it doesn't work. And you're like, well, did I just like execute it wrong? But it really would work if I did it like this. And so like keep having to like incrementally work on it. Like here's my, my biggest question. Like how do you open and then close sales? What's your preferred way? Is it like a soft open where you're like, hi, how are you doing? Or is it a little bit more firm? Like, what are you looking to purchase today? Are you, or is it more direct or are you like psycho? You throw a snake at them and you're like, do you want to buy this right now? I just clip them over the head and take their wallet. That's <laughs> the hardest <laughs> open of all. Just kind of meet them, ask them how they're enjoying the show, you know? And honestly, I mean, anybody that knows me or works behind my thing, you know, when they're looking at a snake to purchase from me, um, I'm like, hey, uh, and this is what I say. I swear I do. I'm like, listen, I said, I want you to go check out the show. Mm-hmm. And if you find something else, because I want you to be happy with your damn purchase, man. And I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm one of the, I'm not a pusher or a snake pusher. So I'm like, go check out the show. Go see if there's, if there's something else you buy it. I said, man, it ain't going to hurt my feelings. I said, but if you really love the snake after seeing the show and it's here, it's yours, you know, and some people will be like, no, I want it. And some people will go and check out the show. And mm-hmm. a lot of people will come back and be like, oh, no, I still want it. You know, so, you know, I just, I want them to have a great experience. And I don't want to feel like a pusher and, you know, somebody that's, you know, you need to buy my snake. <laughs> no, you don't. I'll take that some bitch home because I don't want to get rid of the motherfucker. You know, I, <laughs> I was like, you know, the, the worst I'm telling you, I, I'm right. like, I don't care if you buy that shit or not. <laughs> I personally like the soft. And Maybe like, that's like, better. Like yeah. you're like, you know, a, a Sundari girlfriend or whatever, where you're like, yeah. ugh. Don't you you know, like the hard Reverse sell the problem. The problem with the hard sell, because like my first couple expos, I was trying to like oversell everything. Uh-huh. Um, the problem with pushing snakes and, and overselling is then you end up with like a bajillion, you know, emails after the expo on like somebody that, you know, Didn't wasn't really... prepared to buy a snake, right. you know. Right. So it, when you qualify the buyer and you know, um, sell a little bit softer, you end up with less work on the back end because it's people that mm-hmm. are prepared for the snake. What about the ones that you know want it and you're trying to close them and you know they've had snakes and they're just like, mm, not sure. How how hard do you try to close? Like They're like 65% of the way there. Because sometimes I'd be so, like, oh, price thing. I can take off 20 bucks. But like, should I be like, fucking uh, like beating them i don't know like what do i need well, to do you know, to close the sale because i need it right it, down here right i mean so, you know, a lot of it depends on the situation so like they're like they're you know they're spending they're, they're at 65 and they're just like man you know i really don't want to make myself without eating for a week spending that right, extra hundred dollars you know type stuff like that you know and really that's what it comes to me is like, if this, these people really want this, you know, and they, they can take care of it and a hundred dollars ain't going to hurt me. Like I said, it's, it's mm-hmm. not, it's, I don't do it for a living. And, and so, you know, if it's, so I'll give you a, for instance. So this kid came up to me 
when I made my banana blade um, triple heads. And um, there was something else in them, I can't remember. It was like two, two years or so ago. And, you know, he was like 17, 16, 17 years old, and he was with his dad. And it was a $3,000 snake I had up there, which was a smoking dill at that time because it was a triple head. Um, two years ago, three years ago. Um, so anyway, he come up to me and he's like, man, you know, we have some snakes, you know, and I'm really into it. And, uh, you know, I'd really like to have this, you know, but I don't have the money, you know, 3K for that. And, you know, um, I'll, I'll put you on my, you know, Facebook and I'll, I'll give you all the clout, you know, and his, you know, his dad's standing there and, you know, and his dad's, you know, just supporting him in this, you know, and his dad really didn't like snakes at all, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, but, you know, but he showed me some of the pictures of the stuff he had and he didn't have a huge collection, but he wanted to do it right. You know, he had a few snakes that were already, you know, double recessive and, and stuff like that, you know, and I was, and he was like, you know, would you take 2K? And I was like, I looked at his dad. I was like, you know, is it okay? You know, and his dad was like, get his money. You know, I'm all right. I was like, sold. You know, um, gave that kid that for 2K. You know, and he did everything he said he was going to do. And is he still in it? Or did he just, like, give up or he whatever? He came up and said, he came and seen me and he was like, Man, I'm the one that bought that. I was like, I know who you are. And I was like, man, it's doing so well, and I'm breeding it. Oh, you know? that's nice. Yeah, you know, and it made me feel good. You know, that's 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 what it's about for me, you know? So, yeah, definitely is. <laughs> Thanks for gifting the sub, Andrew. Uh, uh, you can gift memberships in chat. So Andrew just gifted and I think MMB got it. So and the only recent way you receive a gifted membership is if you have been chatting all along. So if people don't want the secret extra episode to pay for it, you might get gifted one. <sighs> Andrew, what were you excited for? We, we skipped you. Sorry, bud. Oh, as far as... Just say whatever you want. Anything to you can be excited about anything you want. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm I kind of started a bunch of new projects this year. A lot of it may not be ready this year to breed, but I, I'm most excited. I uh, finally got pretty heavy into the G stripe stuff. Uh, enhancer. Nice. Um, I finally. I'm just dipping my toe into the monsoon project. So a lot of the projects I wasn't involved in. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and then this year is probably going to be like the year of the dream sickle for me. I've got all kinds of different dream sickle combos that are going to be coming out. So pretty excited about that stuff too. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Did you buy Eric's monsoon heads? Boss heads? No. Oh, no, I, um, I got um, two from um, Jersey guys at the uh, last auction. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I picked up another one off Morph Market, uh, Hat Female. Awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff to be excited for, no matter what else is going on, I think. Like, yeah. like I was like, 
how many ball pythons should I pair? Like, I still don't really know what the right answer is, but I was just like, I'm going to proceed and believe in my heart that I will have the sales ability to sell them because you will. You will. I, I'm trying and I, they, you can still sell them, right? But like, I just need to do more shows, I guess, further away from where I live. Uh, I to like hustle. What's that? I feel like Jester needs to share some of the ways that he um, introduces himself to people. Or I just remember one time this uh, taller gentleman walked up with, a, you know, probably his girlfriend or wife. And Justin's like in a funny accent. You know, I heard all the cool tall boyfriends are buying their girlfriends. <laughs> Did that just, work? Like, funny stuff. So come on, Justin. Your turn. I just, I just try and play. I just try and be funny and get people to loosen up when they show up to the table. Like, or if I'm walk, people are walking by, I'll be like, "Yes, you over there. You need to come by, Snake. Now, come here." And just, so just get people loosened up. It just gets them in a a, a more relaxed mood, easier to sell them stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, I like whatever I can like, do, really. When they're like wearing a shirt brand or something, I can identify, and I'm like. Like I saw someone wearing Teddy Fresh brand, and I'm like, "Oh, you, you, you," because it's a very like specific logo, and and so I'll do anything like that. But around here, I feel like they like look at me like I'm a, I'm a monster, and I'm like, "What's on my face?" <laughs> I just I can't, I cannot crack the like strict Oklahoma social anxiety part. Ninety nine percent of the time. For me. Hey, girl. Love your bag. Oh, my gosh. No, it's more like I love your Carhartt jacket and your concealed carry weapon. <laughs> okay? That's what it's like. Your, your Pope 45 looks great. I really think drop that. I maybe, feel a lot safer. Jessica, maybe you just start a promotion. Be like, free box of ammunition with every corn snake purchase. <laughs> oh, you my know? God. That would be awesome. Or I'll start like a t-shirt line, like you take my corns with my cold dead hands, and it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. firearm Something. porn and corn snake porn at the same time. Yeah, cross marketing. Oh my god. <laughs> There's a really cool person in the chat. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, they're gone now. I can't even see it. Good. It wasn't it was mostly about prolapse. Vaginas, I think. Uh, oh. But they're gone now. So. Oh, everybody loves that. I know they were so into it. If you want to see my prolapse vagina? Check out my OnlyFans channel. <laughs> or come see me at the Golden Dragon. <laughs> Ooh, very exciting. Hey man, you... if people would pay me, for, I would start an OnlyFans page. I just don't think people would pay me. <laughs> Uh, I'll pay you not my to game. make holy fans, Justin. Give me hundred k a month. You can see whatever you want. <laughs> can you imagine? Wow. I'm imagining a little bit, and I'm a little upset. But I'm sure someone would be into it. <laughs> I, mean, I bet I'd hit the, like I, fetishes, I hit the right? bear community really hard. Yeah, yeah. You would. You would do fine. You'd have to do a lot of like. You know, spreading type material, uh, well, unfortunately you know, for oh, you. Wow. I think I need to do an OnlyFans page for snakes. <laughs> Be like the strippers in the South with the ball python in their mouth. <laughs> Did anybody, I know, Andrew, you have a couple of species. Did you bring any to sell or are you still like working on 
Um, I, I'm supposed to be getting leopard gecko eggs like any time now. Um, just waiting. Stimpsons, I'm still probably like maybe end of the year. Um, they're still kind of growing. I've only had them for about a year, so. I remember when you got those in that little tiny dilly cup. And then I got more. So I, I've wow. got five of them, and Jessica's not doing me any favors because she's going to have a vendor on the auction with us that sells them. <laughs> so any money I'm going to make at the auction, I'm probably going to spend. Listen, I might auction. accidentally buy some too. So we're all into yeah. this problem together. <laughs> the, I mean, they're they're cool. Like when they're brand new babies, they're like super crazy, even though they're small. Mm-hmm. Like they literally think they can like eat you. And yeah. like, but now now that they've gotten a little older, they've chilled out a little bit, and I can actually like them without them trying to swallow my pinky mm-hmm. so yeah to, to me they're very cool but they're and they're kind of like a pet snake but they're but that like feeding response is something that they all kind of do so you have to like you wouldn't really give it to a little kid you still want to give a little kid a ball python in my opinion yeah i mean so i i would sell like a juvenile simpsons to a kid because they've kind of mellowed a little bit like, not trying to and, eat as much. Yeah, well, you know, I haven't been bit by one in months. Uh, but it, I, I think the cool part about the Stimpsons is that, like, I think they're even easier husbandry wise than a ball python. Like, you don't have to have the issues of, oh, my snake's not, not going to eat because they'll eat anything you put in there. Um, mm-hmm. So. I just it, want it, you to know, Andrew, that's most snakes. Yeah, but, you know, like, <sighs> that is most snakes. But, like, selling, like, a boa to a, a little kid that's going to bite them and, like, scare the shit out of them. That builds uh, versus, versus, like, a little pencil-sized snake either. that even if yeah. it does get you, you're not even going to feel it. Kind of different, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. You know, I think those sad boas bite a lot harder than these pythons. I've I've never had a sand boa, so I couldn't Ooh, tell you. I'm telling you right now. Well, they don't have the body language. That's what I like about the bull pythons is they give you body language. They generally mm-hmm. don't just. Oh yeah, they tell you fuck off the before they bite you. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a tough. Did you hear that? Yeah. Is that thunder? thunder? Fuck, the tornadoes are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck, that was the loudest thunder I've ever heard. You yeah. Your root cellar. I might have to. I need Reed Timmer to come save me. Is that what you're selling for? What? Is that yeah. what your cellar is for? Most every house here has a, a cellar, either outside or in the house. I know, but I'm on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> my kids have been pulling me out of here the entire evening so. yeah he, he he came in here earlier with a half defrosted bag of chicken nuggets and he was like i tried to cook it and i'm like stop whatever you're doing stop <laughs> i'll help you in like 20 minutes <laughs> i was like that's what, you got, that's what you get to look forward to andrew <laughs> yeah my, or, my my kid's not quite to the dino nugget stage uh, <laughs> not quite. 
Or the the worst part is like, you know, he sees mommy and daddy wrestling naked. <laughs> and he's like, I want to join. And so we're like, no, stop. And so he starts to strip and we're like, we got, I'm just like, the, the, every door should be locked permanently forever in every possible way. I second that motion. Yeah, I was like, he needs to be on knocked out on nar- narcotics for anything because that, that was permanent damage. Me, I was permanently damaged by that, so I wasn't damaged by this though. <laughs> All right, any other like crazy stories? Any characters dressed up? Um, I saw one cat person. That's good. I, I mean, miss cat people. It was exciting. We had to through the next show. See how, oh, so, see how hard so, they are. Uh, there was a, a new booth uh, at the expo that, that I, I didn't make it over there to see how big the draw was to it, but they did have a mechanical bowl at the uh, at the expo. Yeah. Is there enough no. vendor space for the mechanical bowl, or did he want it to be there? No. So at Puyallup, there actually is space. Like there was. A whole part of the building that didn't have tables set up. So, okay. Did yeah. he open up all of the additional sets of doors at this point? Um, you know, there's like dividers. Yeah, I don't. I think he pretty much had the whole building open. Weird. My phone's but, talking. I'm sorry. Yeah, he had he had like the mechanical bowl, and then there was like. Uh, the, the wood carving vendor that he like set way over to the side by like the uh, registration booth and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. And the discover the discover is that what's called the? No, it was a different petting zoo. Yeah. Debbie Doolittle's was there. Which one was it? I don't know which one it was, but like all the all the like uh, big big vendors that took up a lot of space that aren't selling reptiles he kind of put way off to the other side of the building that's yeah, good though i like that yeah. i like like yeah. this is the pet, pet petting section over here yeah the buying section that's good yeah I mean, and like he had the um the guy that sells pictures with uh snakes like set up way on the other side and oh good thank god yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I love that. It was a cool plan. What about the candy vendor? The like extruded long candy? Did they, did they come back? Yeah, I believe they were there. Um, yeah. I saw I saw people eating licorice ropes. Yeah, like the really long ones we could get. I, I don't know who was selling them, but I did see a lot of people walking around with like uh uh pepperoni packages. <laughs> like yeah, somebody was there selling. Really yeah, like big long pepperoni sticks. Yep. Yeah, I actually sought out that vendor. I was like, "Where are you guys getting these meat sticks?" <laughs> yeah, I, I was getting hungry watching them walk by. It, is he thinking of getting a new location for the Portland one? Um, to make it bigger. The so, venue is. So I I talked to him and he said part of the problem is all of the um bigger venues in like the Portland area are in actual Portland and you can't sell um, anything big in Portland. Like you can't have berms or retics or anything like that. And that's why they originally moved to Hillsboro. 
Um, so there's no other conference center, I guess. He he said like nothing as big as what we're currently in that's outside of Portland that he's found. You know, and obviously price is another thing. Like he's got to be able to make it a profitable show right. too. Um, so I'm sure price weighs into that as well. But um, yeah, no, we we've I've talked to him about that because you know, Hillsboro there's even less vendor space, so it's even more competitive. But he did say that you know he wants it to be a reptile show, so the the uh, animal breeders are definitely going to get the priority. That's why he doesn't open up the uh, the space until like a month before. Uh, uh, did they sell the meat in two packs? The meat sticks were they like two sticks per pack? That's like a joke. They were like ten or something. Yeah. Whoa, ten sticks. Yeah, that's <laughs> a party. And they were doing free samples. There was lots of flavors. That's fun. It made me laugh because, like, the licorice, they call it the edible snake licorice ropes or something. And I was like, it wouldn't be nearly as appetizing for you to call these edible snake sticks. <laughs> what about Junior? How was he doing? JMG Junior, he was there, and I did see somebody walking around with one of his hog noses. Um, I, you know, I didn't make it out of my booth very long. So I didn't actually get to stop by and say hi to him. Um, but I know he was there. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess he makes enough money each time he does it to keep coming back. So it must be worth it to him yeah. to fly out and bring all the, yeah. the inventory. Well, you know, there's there's not many hognose breeders at that show. So mm -hmm. he, I think he does pretty well with hognose at that show. That's good. Because I think the only people I know that do hog noses on like a consistent basis, I think, are uh, Junior and uh, Snakeful Grace has hog noses. Yeah. And I think that's about it. Oh, uh, Rami. Oh, Rami. Yeah, yeah. So, but very few hog nose breeders. So I think they do pretty well. Yeah. So if yeah. someone is local, they, they should probably... They could add it. I, I mean, until out. Wayne starts uh, bringing all his <laughs> hog noses. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I picked me up an exotic breeder um, at this last show from Rami, ready to go. Yeah. A so, female? Yes. All right. Just get ready for the little babies. Some of them are little yeah. shits. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know? I guess. Yeah, some of them are good. Like they eat frozen thawed right off the rip, but you know, it's just a different. It's it's not way harder than ball pythons. It's just different. That's just a little more work. Mm -hmm. I think you know. I, I know there was uh, something that would make you proud though too. There was a lot of corn snakes walking around too. Oh my god, was it Jeff's corns or? I didn't. I didn't ask who they were getting them from, but it was, was just like a steady. Some Brad, uh, gosh dang it, why can't I remember his last name? Um, but he lives near me down here, and he has, gosh. Brad's world of reptiles? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I see a lot of this stuff because they come to me looking for feeders for their hog noses and their, their corn snakes. 
And unfortunately, I was sold out of like pinky mice like within the first two hours of the show. Um, but yeah, a lot of corn snakes and a lot of hog noses were were selling. So man, I, I should have brought some of the mice, man. I got a whole free tool. Yeah. Just you know, the, the rats I can't, I just can't, you know. But the mice, do, you know, because I start all the babies off on them. But after, you know, they have five meals, I start giving them rats. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my mice population gets overwhelmed because I ain't got nothing to feed them to. <laughs> so I got to freeze them all out, you know, but it, it they, yeah. they stack up fast. Yeah, I personally, I, I hate mice and I, <laughs> I didn't have to breed them. I, I wouldn't breed them. Me neither. Um, but unfortunately, you know, ball python hatchling season, it's nice to have the hoppers. Uh, so I guess I'm stuck with them for a while. I have to breed them, so I'm permanently stuck with them. Because nothing else, you need that a little bitty live yeah. pinky myself sometimes for corn snakes or hogs. For the corns, yeah. So once my hogs Yeah, because I don't even think the, the Oklahoma field mice are small enough, right? Mm-mm. No. And then, yeah, like a an ASF baby, like newborn, like a red hot ASF, is like the size of a one day old mouse baby, or maybe two days okay. old. But if you had so, like a little bitty runty thing, maybe a little bitty hog, you want and you wanted a red hot, freshly born mouse, it's smaller. So yeah. they are like a, okay. Subs, I'm getting. <laughs> Flufinated here. Let's, okay, we're done. <laughs> so I still need them, basically. Yeah. Oh well. I I got rid of all my ASFs. I I think I'm gonna give it another shot at some point, but they just did not do well here. So. Yeah, I just keep mine hot, like hot, like 80 degrees, like in the snake room. They do. Yeah, my wife. You know, no rodents in the house. That's. You know, unless it's yeah. eating. Otherwise, they're not worth doing for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else fun happen uh, at the show? And then we'll wrap things up. Um, I mean... Did you make a million dollars, everybody? <laughs> not quite. Dang Maybe it. the next show. All right. We're always looking up. Yeah. When's everybody's next show there like april april in hillsborough yeah. yeah yeah so there's well i i may do two shows in april i haven't decided on the second one they're doing a first time show uh hunter's doing it um in tri-cities mm -hmm. um i may do that show it just depends you know i have the auction in two weeks yeah two mm -hmm. weeks now uh, so depending on how much stuff I have left after the auction, I may sign up for that show. If not, it'll be Hillsboro in April. Do you guys think about doing further afield shows just to like, see if maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I know your shows are good, but like maybe, maybe the grass is greener in California or Nevada or whatever. So, so I am contemplating either doing Pomona or Vegas 
um, the super shows, but lately I've been hearing some not so great things about those shows. So just as far as sales, um, I, I don't know. So, I don't. Yeah. So I, it's I don't know. Tell sometimes, like every time anybody's been like, "This show's awesome." I, I suck at that show. <laughs> if they yeah. if they tell me it's like okay, then like I feel like I've met the expectations, but I've driven far away because their their sales are good, right? Because whatever yeah. their people know them, so it's so hard to tell unless you vend it yourself. In my experience, I just you know for me, yeah. So I, I plan on doing Las Vegas show because that's my hometown. So oh, it's you know, fun. Um, so I do do the Vegas show. Um, Pomona, you know, um, I want to do, or you know, um, in July. The only, the only downfall to that, man, is it's back to back. So, you know, uh, with our show here. So it, it's it's rough, man. I won't get like my snakes ain't gonna get much of a break, and I'm not gonna get much of a break because you know the traveling mm -hmm. time there, and then coming here and you know watering, you know making sure hopefully they get you know a meal, you know at least one meal before I hit the next you know the next week. But the the at the same time, you know I'm just like. Man, am I ready to do that kind of a stretch, you know, because I'm already beat up right. when I do a, a two-day show, you know, in, in Piala, you know. And when I come home, man, it takes me two days to recover. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, am I really going to be able to handle that is my big deal, you know. It's like, Especially the July show because you're sweating, so you're like – yeah. You're it's like hard. literally physically dehydrated and you need to go like electrolyte balance yourself. Right. Yeah, so I think if I do the Pomona or the Vegas show, especially the Pomona show, because my dad lives in Palm Springs, mm -hmm. what I'll probably do is I'll have my brother just ship my snakes down and I'll take like bare basics down and then just get the animals at FedEx. But is Eric doing know. that one? And you could like send well, it to Eric? Yeah, I think Eric does do Pomona, so I could probably do it that way. Or, like, um, you know, have him help you somehow. Yeah, somehow. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out the logistics of it. I know, you know, hog noses are different than ball pythons, but um, I know that's how Junior does it with uh, doing Puyallup, is he just FedExes a big box. Yeah, and he has his buddy pick it up, and then he yeah. flies in and gets it. So yeah. that's, that's kind of what, you know, like Doug did to me this time around. He sent me, you know, um, a big old box of his snakes, and I had my extra displays here because I bought next-level displays. So I had my um, six other displays that I used to use. So, you know, I was able to take his snakes to the show and, and my displays, and he was able to fly in and, you know, um, then like that. So within saying that, you know, I want to kind of do the same thing as, you know, ship my snakes out there, you know, um, make it easy for me and just fly out there and, you know, use his displays. And, you know, so that makes life easy. Like I, after the show, I, I mean, just this Wednesday, I sent him his snakes back. And I mean, it was, that, you know, that easy. So it's like, man, I mean, there's less wear and tear on me 
doing it that way than driving 16 to 20 hours, you know. To and get less to, wear and tear on the snakes because they're not exactly, like jumbled around in the car for two exactly. days. Exactly. You know, so I yeah, think that's the way to do it, honestly, if you have that option. Yeah, I think I would do that with the snakes, but I would still probably drive down um, just because I would probably, I don't think there's a Gopher Cocoa rep in California right now, so I would probably do a trailer, trailer. full of cocoa. Yeah. Well, that, you're right, because they want me to take the chipper down there. I've been hearing it left and right. You yeah. know? So that's, that's another thing. You know, yeah, do I drive down there because of that? You know? You know, mm -hmm. Doug, I could still ship the snakes to him and he could drive them from Arizona to the California show. Yeah, you know? and, and that's, I would ship my snakes down but drive all my displays and like uh, the cocoa and stuff like that. But at least the, the snakes wouldn't have to go through all the stress of, you know, a long ass car ride. Right. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you have to like really think of the ROI of it. So maybe it's worth it. I don't know. Are they gonna? This is a, like you don't have to answer this if this is personal. Is Go for Coco or the Chipper subsidizing you if they want you to like blast it into a new market? I mean, I haven't really talked to them about it. You know, what I I mean? you know, I yeah, maybe I have that conversation, but uh, yeah, it uh, not something I've had to even talk about because I pretty much just do the Northwest shows. I mean, so, up to now, the farthest show I've done is Spokane, and that's like six hours. So I'm the hub. So there's a hub in Kansas City, and I'm a hub for the chipper and mm -hmm. the Coco to go. So I have the whole Pacific Northwest and seven more states. Um, so at the so at the last show this last show we were at, I had somebody come in who is a big, big guy that deals with decom and all this other stuff, you know, industrial stuff. And he's in with all these big companies. And he came to me and he was like, hey, man, and I want to just put this out there. He was like, this should be out everywhere. He said, I took it home. I tried it. I put it up against to the rip to chip. It was the same thing. It was two thirds cheaper. He says, there's enough margin for us to all make money. So within saying that, um, he's calling me this weekend and we're having a kind of a Zoom call about pretty much getting the chipper everywhere. Um, he was so impressed with it. And I kind of kept this on a download. Justin knows all about it. He was at the table. So, but, you know, I'm ecstatic for it if it happens. Um, you know, it's going to put me on the map with some cocoa stuff, you know. Um, you know, and damn, who wouldn't want it everywhere? You know what I mean? It would sub subside. Maybe I Andrew. <laughs> no, yes. you know what, though? We, we've got some stuff working with Gopher Cocoa, too. There's going to be some big names that are switching brands very quickly. Um, so you'll be seeing that come out some, some big breeder names that are going to be going to go for Coco. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is what it is, you know, I mean, I don't feel like, like I said, I don't feel like Andrew or, um, Mike 
is competition. I think realistically, it's just business, you know, and like, it's just like you and I, you know, we all decide what we like, whether it's the same or not, or, or who we want to support or stand by, you know, and that's just kind of where it is for anything, you know? So, you know, I have no hard feelings if, you know, one of my friends that came to me and is like, you know, I'm going to go over here and Jack Andrew off for his cocoa, you know? But you know what I mean? I'm just like, it's no hard feelings. Yeah. It's just business, yeah. man. It, you know, I mean, honestly, it's Coke and Pepsi, you know? Right. Yes. It's personal preference. I mean, it's preference. You know, yeah. it is. That's what it is. You know, it's preference. And, you know, and, and you know, the, the old time people that's with, you know, the rip the chip or growing with you guys, Andrew, you know, yeah, yeah they're going to stand by that because they've been by yeah. it forever. And they, you know, we get set in our ways. Man, I ain't never trying that shit. I've been doing this yeah. forever. You know, I, I like this stuff right here. You know, why would I, I try I mean, that? You know, don't get me wrong there. Like, I'm not talking about, you know, Wayne's brand, but there are some trashy ass Cocos out there. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, not all Cocoa is the same, but no, um, it's, it's not. The, the major brands are very close. Um, I think there's minor differences. Mm -hmm. All right. Would you recommend somebody vend or attend the Pact Mars? Yeah, for uh, sure. I, I think. Um, Do you think it's worth somebody flying in to just go there yet, or is it not cool enough yet? I, so, I think I think it is. I think that you yeah. know, like if a bigger breeder came in that wanted to do it, Bob Vu, you know, or you know, Hardwire Exotics, Tony Thomas, you know, any of these guys that. You know, um, I think they would do fantastic because of who they are. And yeah, I think they would clean up and they just don't think about it that way because they don't know that there's, uh -huh. like, there's like a power vacuum or whatever that no national ball python breeder person. Let me put that in air quotes. National, because you're all national, right? Yeah. I, I mean, there there have been in the past. There's been some big names that come, but it's been a while. Um, yeah, I know Barcheck came years and years and years ago, and that was a huge deal. Um, but nobody like huge has come to the Northwest in quite a while. Mm -hmm. It could happen. It could be a thing. Well, I well, you know, Tony and like from Hardwires asked me many many times. You know. Um, like even recently, um, they're like, you know, are you going to the Pomona show? You know, should, should I go down there or can't, you know, if you're going to get tables, you know, you, you want us to come, you know, and which I would let definitely happen. And same, same down here in, in the Pacific Northwest, you know, you know, uh, I mean, I could get them down here. You know, I, I really believe I could get, you know, them down here if they didn't have shows during those certain times and they could get their animals here and so forth mm -hmm. but the hardest part is me you know remembering or having time to send them the schedule which isn't really a hard it's just i forget all the time like right now i should go in there and go send them a schedule but, well they they can look the schedule up too let's be they, fair they, to they, you right they probably could, you're right <laughs> you know but you know at the same time it's just like 
man, these are my boys that I love so much, you know, and, and that, you know, put me under their wing and has like, you know, Tony and them, they're like my mentors. So I do owe them that, you know, I, I do owe them, you know, trying to get them down here to vend a show and, and, you know, cause I think, I think if they did it once or twice that they would really enjoy it. And I think they'd do well because they're well known. I mean, all of us have bought, probably bought from them. You know, I know many people in our group has talked mm -hmm. about, and you know, like Tyler, I think he said he spent three K or Mike or one of them spent three K with, you know, hardwire this year, this last year, you know, right. so, I mean, them vending the same couple of shows in the middle of the country over and over again and fighting with each other. If they, if they all just like picked a corner <laughs> and like, were like the, the bigger fish in the smaller pond, they would probably do better. Frankly, to be honest, like this last Arlington was dead, dead, deader than a dog. I, I've never seen such an empty sh that show. So I'm like, they might not even come back. I don't know. Or they maybe they'll retry it, but yeah, the South's not where it's at. Let me just tell you that. Not anymore. I, I went to Arlington. It wasn't this last year because we went to Tinley, but I went the year before. Um, and they were banging. That show was better. Well, that was still one was good. But this last yeah. one, I could literally have like run down the aisles, not hit anybody, because there was nobody in any aisles. That's crazy. I could cartwheel. Oh. I could roll. I like ran past Steve because you know nobody was there. Nobody was in that whole aisle. And then I like went to Doctor Troy and just there was maybe like after a while like a hundred people in the whole building. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's Saturday at noon. That's <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. I mean, really, that to me that's like crazy to hear because you know Arlington's so big. You know what I mean? It's just like. My God, you know, I just I could I couldn't imagine it. Yeah, and like the the year before when I went, it was like packed and looked normal, right? Normal. It was, it was banging. But, but everybody crazy. spent was like, I'm not going to the Arlington. I'm only going to Tinley. So if they had a choice, like as a customer, they picked Tinley. So no, there was nobody at Arlington. When yeah, I, was I think there. I think I'm going to Fall Tinley this year. Uh, going to try to make it out there. But haven't made it to Arlington yet. Mm -hmm. And from the sounds of it, then maybe that's the way I should do it: is go to Tinley. I don't know. I don't know. Think, think about it. if you're going to buy something and nobody's selling anything. It's all the coolest shit in the industry. Yeah, that's true. You might get some better good deal on something. Yeah, there were deals. Like, because people are like, "Fuck." I, 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 I repackaged the wrong animals because I thought this was going to be a high-end show, but it was relatively cheap. And now, like, to make expenses, there was better deals in it than are on Warp Market now were at that show. For, like, combo DG things. Cheap, because they just wanted to make their expenses back. Right. So, maybe do come to Dallas in April and buy four corn sticks for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All I right, I gotta go take care of my child because he's <laughs> coming here like a fourth time to ask for food, and I technically derelict my duty as a parent. Yeah, hard on law. Gotta feed him. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. I'm glad it was a good show. Uh, maybe I'll just like get into the 
you know, the, like the uh, the coin machines. I'll just put pokey cards, Pokemon cards in it, and stickers, and just sell all my snakes. Tell, anyway, telling you, Jessica, it worked out. It was a it was a good it was a good day for porters. <laughs> I know. I was chilling. When you see a line from you know in the middle of you know, and it was too. It was a line from like in the middle of an aisle all the way to our damn corner of the table. And I was like, I'm looking over. We're having to sell all our quarters to these people. They're all like, you got quarters, you got quarters. I'm like, holy you guys shit. You have to have a change machine here at the next one. Those are too expensive. I've looked into it. They're like five or 600 bucks. I'm like, it would take me too long to make that money back. Unless I could charge them 10 cents a dollar exchange. Right. <laughs> But we'll figure it out. All right. Let's say yeah. let's say bye. Bye everybody. Thanks bye. for coming. Bye, everybody. Thank Thanks for Make sure to subscribe. Yeah, please. Yep. Subscribe. It's the only show that does Pacific Northwest content at this point. So and we appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, Jessica, for having me on.